0: This is Abundant, a podcast meant to ponder God's plan, goodness, and faithfulness, and by His grace, to see where He desires to share His abundance with us. This is Sister Fiat Marie. I'm a school sister of Christ the King in Lincoln, Nebraska. Our mission, our charism in the church, is to witness to the joy of Jesus' kingship. In this episode, we're finishing up a sort of series on the Krigma. I've already touched on the first three points: I'm created and loved by God. Sin separates me from God. Jesus is my Savior, the only way back to God. And now today, I want to touch on the last element, the last point: Who? Which is a question: Who will you choose? Now, there's obviously two answers that could be given: Of, I don't choose the Lord. Or we can say, Lord, I choose you. Yes, I choose Jesus. And I'm going to focus on the latter, um, making a a presumption that as you're listening, you have this desire to say, yes, I choose the Lord. When we say that, when we, we answer that question, I choose God, I choose you, Lord, that belief sets us on a certain path. Right? Jesus in the Gospel of John says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, when we believe, it also sets us on this path where it requires and demands something of our actions that we have to, to live out that belief that we profess. And so I guess it's kind of a two-part process when we answer this question. We answer it with our reason by saying, Lord, I choose you. And then we need to answer it with our will, with our choices, with how we live our life. This really is not easy. Uh, when I use the word easy, I'm meaning like it requires effort, right? To be a Christian doesn't, it's not like, oh, that requires no effort. It's hard. And when I use the word hard, I mean it's the Christian faith is meant to, to purify and change and improve us. Uh, being hard doesn't mean that there's no joy or no love or community or you know, et cetera, those things. Um, but I do think it's it's a reality that answering this question is not easy if we're doing it with both our reason and our will, our choices. So I want to direct this podcast to those of us who say, lord i choose you i choose to believe in you jesus lord i entrust my life to you and then we find that we keep trying to snatch our lives back from him right so we find that we're we're lagging behind yes i say lord i choose you Uh, but then in my life i'm choosing the way i think or i'm choosing the way the world thinks um, so I want to direct this podcast uh, to us who are on that path. Uh, how I want to do it, I'll have two points, two examples, and then one thing to do. It's kind of like a two-two-one zone defense in basketball, right? Two points, two examples, one thing to do. The first point that I want to make that relates to this question, who will you choose, and the struggle of of answering with both your reason and your will, your your actions. So God created us to receive love and to give love perfectly. That's the fullness of life for us. It's what we're created for. And sin has wounded our ability to do that. It has robbed us of this ability to receive God's love perfectly and receive others' love where we doubt it or we question it. And then it's wounded our ability to to give it, to be able to love like we want to. Because God created us to receive love and give love, even though sin has wounded us, He knows how to bring it about. He knows how to heal and to restore our hearts. That's the first point. The second point is that our hearts Wounded by sin as they are. They need to be trained to, to answer this question. Who will you choose with both our reason um, and our will? Our hearts need to be trained because our hearts have been in situations where they've been full of fear or there's been relationship turmoil or we've been hurt. We've been treated unjustly on a lot of other things that have happened in our lives where our heart has kind of been trained to rely on ourself um, to protect itself. And so our hearts need to be retrained so that we can answer this question, who will you choose with our actions and not rely on just the natural instinct of our heart. And we don't have to do this alone. The Lord knows our hearts perfectly. He knows what has wounded our heart. And he also knows how to bring it back to, to its original goodness and glory, the fullness he has in store for it. Um, so we can trust him. We can trust him with this training that needs to happen in our hearts. To flush that out a little bit, those, these points of how God's created us to love, Um, And that our hearts need to be trained. Uh, I just want to witness to a couple of times that by God's grace, I've seen him do this in my heart, in my life. Where he's helped me to be able to answer that question. Who will you choose with like the fullness of myself? Where I'm saying with my, my voice, with my reason, yes, I choose you. And I'm able to do it in my actions. The first example is kind of like, it's a it's a bigger one where it I a, um, I don't know, yeah, just not kind of a daily occurrence thing. So there was a woman that grew that I grew up across the street from. Her name was B. She was very much like a grandma to me, um, very special to my family, and in a lot of, of ways that I I can't I can't I don't have the time to go into completely, um, but I love. I love her. And I loved her like a grandma. And so I, for a variety of reasons, I presumed I would be able to go to her funeral when she passed away. Um, I was a sister at this time, be passed away. And I asked permission if I could go to the funeral. And I was really shocked to receive the answer of, you know, based on our constitutions and what it says in the paragraph about who's um, funerals we go to, my superior thought it didn't quite fit and asked me to not go. Yeah, I was shocked and I was sad, and then I was kind of becoming angry and I felt like this is really unjust. I was looking at the paragraph again and again and again, and I was like, it B clearly fits these guidelines to me. Um, but by God's grace, I came to this moment where I was like, okay. I'm relying on my own reasoning here so i can either i can either stick with my reasoning or i can entrust this to the lord because even though i don't agree with my superior's reasoning it's clear by my vow of obedience i'm a sister and i vowed obedience that he's asking me to give this up even though it goes against all of my reasoning and what the world would say about how to show your love for somebody. Um yeah, so I did my best to entrust it. And the day of the funeral came, and I did feel I did feel the pain of not going. However, the Lord did something even greater in my heart that I felt the pain, but I also felt that he was purifying some selfishness that was in there, that there was partly a selfish reason of why I wanted to go to the funeral. And it kind of just tainted my love for B. And so he ripped that selfishness, well, ripped is kind of strong, he, he like stripped that selfishness away so that then I could love B even better than I did before that day. And there was such a satisfaction in my heart of like, wow, this is pure love. This is the kind of love I'm created to give to someone. Um, and it was such a gift for me to be, to have a purer love, but then also to be able to give that gift to be, to, to give her that sacrifice. Um, I pray that helped her to, to go to heaven quickly. So, Through that, through working against like, okay, I wanted to rely on my own reasoning here. This is really unjust. Jesus invited me to follow him in obedience because he had a greater gift to give me. Now, here's an example that's kind of just a daily life one. Um, It was just the other day on New Year's, I had a lot of dreams and hopes for Christmas break, right? All these things are going to get done and they're not done, right? And break is just about over. And that's a big time for me that my tendency is like, okay, I'm going to stay up late. I'm going to get this done. And we're asked part of our obedience is to be in bed by 10. Uh, And that's really hard for me when, when it's like, oh, these things didn't get done. Um. by God's grace, I, I had really wanted to pray this prayer to Mary on New Year's Day. And it was close to bedtime. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, I better pray that prayer. I'm gonna take a pause and pray that. And as I prayed it, it was just like, trust was just jumping out of the page, this theme of trust. And again, like, It was just challenging all of my tendency to rely on myself, like all of my reasoning of when else is there going to be time? This is a school responsibility. It really needs to get done. You know, I was being kind to other people. That's why I didn't get all those things done. Right. And it was just kind of clear in this prayer, like the Lord saying, kind of, I know all of those things, but I'm emphasizing trust. I'm inviting you to trust me. And by his grace, I'm like, okay, and I just shut the light off. When I woke up in the morning, it's not like, oh, yeah, everything's finished, a miracle. But I was really aware of, of ways that he blessed me. I mean, on a natural level, he blessed me that I got the sleep I needed, and I wasn't cranky, and I wasn't overworked and manic. Uh, but then in my heart, it had been an opportunity for me to really reaffirm truth. Of like, it's not all about my effort. And to really live like, you are my father, you are my savior, and I'm so loved. Even if I made bad choices about how to spend my time, I can entrust this day to you, even with the things I didn't get loved. That's how loved I am by you. And it was this, like, relief of obedience. This relief of choosing God um. Yeah, he gave me the grace to shut off my light. And really in that, I was saying, I choose you, God, not my own reasoning. And he is so faithful. Do you see how faithful he is, what he was doing in my heart? That was me. Just shutting my light off was a way of me receiving his love and also giving, giving him my love. Right? So he, he was... He was purifying my heart to love, which is what it's created for. He can work. He can train a heart, even through a 30-year-old getting to bed on time. That's how, that's how faithful he is, how creative he is. So this leads to the one thing I'm inviting you to. It's, it's just a way to engage, engage your will to say, God, I choose you a way to invite the Lord to train your heart so that you can say, Lord, I choose you with your reason and with your your will, your actions. So here it is. Try to notice times during the day that your heart wants to rely on itself. This might, you might find this happens more like when you're fearful. Maybe it happens when relationships are struggling. Maybe it happens when you've got a lot to do. Um, I also find sometimes it happens for me when, like, I want pleasure or relaxation and I'm kind of like, I don't feel like the Lord's going to give it to me, that I can really want to rely on getting it my own way. Sometimes it happens to me too, like when I'm angry and I want to rely on my own reasoning of why I should be angry. (laughs) Um, So whatever it is, try to notice those situations where you're like, you want to rely on yourself, and you get like all those reasons going in your head. So notice it, and then just say a simple prayer. That has helped me so much. You know, maybe it's just this, I I got all these reasons going in my head, but I feel like the Lord's inviting me to something else. To just stop and say, Mary, help. Or to say, Jesus, I want you to be the king of my heart. Or sometimes it's really just, Holy Spirit, come, or just Jesus, just his name. So that's my invitation. Try to notice when you're relying on your own reasoning, on your own, the way that you think about things, and invite Jesus into it by a simple prayer. This is really a way of being aware understanding and taking action, and just applying that to your daily life to help you answer that question, who will you choose, with both your will and your actions. To summarize this point of the karigma, who will you choose? To choose the Lord requires both our reason and our will. It's not easy, but the Lord knows how to bring freedom and healing to our hearts, so we can say, with all of ourselves, I choose you, Lord. Noticing those moments in your day when you really want to rely on your own efforts or your own reasoning, and instead inviting the Lord in with a simple prayer, is a way that you can really say, Lord, I choose you. It's a way to open your heart to receiving His love and to give Him love, to, to live abundant life in His love.